This is All Things About Podcast, Season 2, Episode 2. I'm Brittany. I'm Francesca. I'm Taylor. I love that you had to think about the name of the podcast for a hot second there, yeah. Brittany. <laughs> I noticed <laughs> it too. It's just like we've been out of the funk or out of the flow of doing things for so long. I I had to make sure I said it right. <laughs> so today we are talking about season two of the original Outward series, episode one. We are starting it off big with season two. Now this season, as we know, second part of season one is when I already get very angry at Bette Porter. <laughs> this particular episode. Oh, yeah. Still oh, not yeah. happy with her. Nope. Just saying that from the jump. And while I was watching it, I was trying to come up with things to defend her with. Of course. Because you're, you're a Bette Porter apologist. No, the rage, the rage, even just rewatching this like Honestly. right before we recorded I was like nope nope oh I forgot how angry this made me nope yeah I like how you had rage and I was sitting there I was like oh bet you're so stupid oh but you're so pretty but you're so <laughs> stupid but you're so pretty oh you're so stupid and honestly it's so the the original series is so interesting to me in a lot of ways because every season is so vastly different number one like as we know but also the music, like the instrumental background music I this can't. season is just like so strange to me. It doesn't fit. It just doesn't fit. It's so doesn't. wonky. It is. So it's like so they got people. stuck in a carnival this season. Exactly. Exactly. Goes with Jenny's nightmares. I. I do have a question that's not Tibet related before we get started because I can't remember how this happens. So obviously Shane meets Carmen in this episode. Uh-huh. How, how did Carmen and Jenny end up together, but Shane and Carmen didn't, like how did Jenny end up with Carmen first? I don't Shane, remember. Shane ended up with Carmen because they met on the job site that they were on on this yeah. film. So yeah, but why didn't they end up- video? But then it was Ariana Huffington. They were doing the Ariana Huffington. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it was a music video shoot, wasn't it? Or later on, they're both at a music video shoot. I don't know. Something. There's something. There is a point where there's a music video scene, something going on. I I don't think that is. But but how did Jenny and Carmen end up together? Why did Shane let Jenny and Carmen get together? I think that Shane introduced Jenny and Carmen, didn't she? And then was it because Jenny was upset so Shane just let her date Carmen? And Shane didn't want to be in a relationship? Was that well, it? Yeah, Shane was still in her fuckboy phase. Yeah. Okay, yeah, well that happens in this episode and Carmen gets pissed at her. Yeah, yeah. and Jenny asked for permission. That is true. That's why I couldn't really remember the, the, the scenario, but okay, I'm happy we cleared that up for me. Yes. Okay. So back to things to bet first scene that we see with one of them is tina at the doctor yes and there's a lot of i even most recently saw it i don't know if it was in a group chat or if it was on the timeline about how much time actually passed between season one and two very sus mm. not sure a month. it is the l word calendar so things don't usually make sense 
that's true. <laughs> Still, <laughs> what it's timeline? Apparently, a month or two. It's like a month, a month and a half. So Tina went from not showing to completely showing. Well, because you have to, so at the end of season one, she was four months pregnant already. Right. Yes, I did. So four, yes. five, six, and then the whole season. So by the end of the season, she gives birth at nine week, nine months. So takes a course of four months the whole season. What are your thoughts on Tina at the doctor's office? I thought it was a good way for them to open the episode. I think that had that shock yeah. value. Yeah. Um, Laura looks so cute, little pregnant Laura. She does. You know, I love her just standing there. Mm-hmm. Her big old belly. No. So cute. I love that she's like, I'm just going to keep it secret. I'm not ready to tell anyone. And the doctor's like, yeah, good luck with that. But the funny part is that nobody fucking notices for yeah. a long ass time. Mm-hmm. Like, the doctor should have been right, but she wasn't. Yeah, that's like the I think that's like this like the pure comedy of it all is like yeah. no one knows and then Tina is just I totally believe Tina's a cancer son because who she <laughs> she's so emotional like it's like that watery emotion like every it's the, everything's the end of the world if I have to raise this baby by, myself then so be it like so dramatic thank you I feel very validated so right me. now yeah well i'm a pisces son so i'm also very watery and emotional and also everything is the end of the world yeah you know water signs unite i think that it's it's like the audacity that we even had to see candace in season two like right why we had to see her face in the next scene what was the point couldn't we have just seen the back of her head could we just have assumed that's who bet was with like why did we need to see her like, could we not have just seen Beth, like, leaving her house or something? Yeah. Like, have, like, seen a no, text a- message or just even that thing with James being like, hey, she's on the phone. Yeah. And, like, James being like, it's the fifth time she's called. Like, that's enough exposition. We didn't have to see her. Like, yep. I didn't watch that scene when it, when I put it on today because it was already at the, the, the scene where we see both of them. But did Candace take the photo in this episode or was that happen in season one? It technically would have been during this era. Yeah, we, we don't, don't see her. her. We don't see no, we her, see her take the photo. What? We see Candace take the photo at some point. No, we see a picture of her having taken I could have sworn we I could I have sworn so. we saw her actually take the photo. Okay, the, the, way that it all, the way that we see it is when Tina checks oh, no, no. Checks Beth's email, and that's several I, episodes from now. I could have sworn we saw Candace roll over, pull the camera, and take the photo. No, I, I made that up in my so. head. I don't believe so. Yeah, because it doesn't make sense for the scene with her and Bet, because Bet rolls over. Yeah, yeah. I will say that, and tell me if I'm going too fast, but I, I the next scene that we see of the group at the planet. That is one of my favorite group scenes in the whole series. Same. It same is so, I love, I love the interaction between Alice and Shane. I love the, I love the fact that Tanya is involved in it. It's so over the top. I love that this rumor mill is starting with Marina about like what actually happened. Did she actually attempt suicide? Did she get hurt? Whatever it was. I just love this scene. I think it's, it's just one of the best in the series. I feel like it's one of the few scenes where like, 
I actually really like Tanya in it. Like she actually fits perfectly in that scene, in that situation. And just her role works so well there. It's great. And correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't Jennifer not know that Tina or that Laurel was going to flip the table? Didn't I I read or, or, or hear something about this that they didn't know it was going to be taken to that extreme or that's why that's why jennifer looks a little shocked when she that wouldn't surprise surprise me me. yeah yeah i feel like that's not something that usually would be scripted i feel like (laughs) yeah i'm pretty sure now that you mention it i remember reading something Mm -hmm. like that and i also feel like usually said character flips the table is usually not something that writers write in because it's a pain in the ass to reset every take so yeah I feel like that probably was probably improv and then it was just so good that they were like well shit now we have to fucking do it I don't remember I I'm so behind on pants but I did listen to 201 not that long like about a week and a half ago and I I don't, I don't, I don't know why I brought it up because I don't remember what Alicia said, so it doesn't matter. But <laughs> I, they definitely talk about the, the table flipping in, in the pants pod. So go listen to that, and then let us know. That, I mean, it could. It, the thing is, is as as you both know, I'm now having been a Tibet fan for over two years, I feel like I have consumed so much content about Jennifer and Laurel acting together and how things mm-hmm. played out on set and all these things like. I have a hard time some like differentiating. Did I make that up in my head yeah. or did I actually read something about that? Or was that just like on a message board somewhere and people were speculating? So yeah. yeah. Or did someone say it on the timeline and make it up like as a joke? So yeah. It's, like, <laughs> it's but, just um, soup now. <laughs> like it is. Um, but one of the things that I actually didn't uh, notice until I was, taking notes on this episode is how many different people we see bet with this 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 episode specifically Mm. like we see her one-on-one with tim we see her one-on-one with kit we see her one-on-one with alice we see her one-on-one with um with tina at the end so it's interesting that so much of this is focused on like how she is acting we see her one-on-one with james like we see kind of her unraveling with these different yeah with yeah. what's going on in her life like she is just you you just see it getting more and more sad as we progress to the end oh yeah because like when when she's with tim like she's completely like a zombie oh she's yeah. drinking and she has no idea what's going on until he says like no i'm like moving and she's like oh, oh oh and then like with alice she's very like defensive like no i love tina of course i love tina yeah and then like with kit she's trying to play like that younger sister role like pity me yeah yeah and kids like no (laughs) (laughs) she i just she's i i think one of the saddest times that we ever see about is when she's like hunched over the chinese box with (laughs) i know just like on the verge of tears um yeah and yeah it's like taylor said earlier like it would have been enough if we would have just seen that candace was continually trying to get in contact with her we didn't need to see her dumb face like it's not something I forget that actress's name, but she is under some hot fire right now for some, um, mm-hmm. what is that? 
PPP loan fraud or something with Tyler yeah. Perry and a bunch of other people that were like involved in something. I mean, it's 20 years of karma is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> the karma is playing real. Candace. Yeah, that's what she gets. I hope she has a nice wall to fuck in prison. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> I do love the scene with Bat and Alice too, though. I mean, I love it. Yeah. For as sad as there's so many sad parts about this era of time, two, season two and three. But um, I love that Tina is coming into her own this season and we see it so so early on in this episode and i also love that like alice is such a diehard friend to tina like yes yeah she just called that out on her shit and when Beth says like i got out of it as soon as i could Mm. i could have fucking flipped the table at jennifer beals i yeah as soon as i could what yeah and when she was like like she abandoned me as much as I abandoned her. Like, fuck you, Bet. Like, no. Like, no. I've never gone through the experience of having a miscarriage, so I'm not going to act like I have. But as someone who has dealt with depression for the better part of their life, if my husband ever said to someone that I had, I cheated on her because she was so depressed and caught up in herself, divorce. Yeah. In- yeah. Instantly divorce. Yeah. Yeah, and very validly so. Like, Francesca, I know you got something to say. I know you're <laughs> at bat for Bet Porter. So, what is it? I'm not. Okay, so I will just, I'm going to make my stance. My parents are divorced because of cheating. So, I do not condone cheating. Sure. Uh, it's awful and terrible, and I don't condone it. And I'm, this is not a but. <laughs> this is a bet shouldn't have cheated like bet bet should not have taken out her 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 set her actions with cheating however i think bet uses bet used sex and cheating as a way to punish herself because she knew that she was going to get caught and therefore tina was going to be upset so it was almost like she was punishing herself by doing it like she was using it as like an like abuse system like she was using sex as like uh, as a way to to escape. And I said this when we were doing the Gen Q episodes. Like, Bet never cheated on Tina because she didn't love Tina. Bet cheated on Tina because Bet is like a little like that's the best is a self sabotager. Yes. So she didn't. So it, that that's how I see it. Like, she she went and had sex with someone else as a way almost to punish herself and to escape from reality. But I, because I also think like, yeah, maybe, yeah, she probably was really hurt. And like, she did. And I mean, she says like, I took on the burden. It's like, you didn't, she didn't have to take on the burden, but like, you also can't control your, like, you can't control how you're going to feel about a situation. So it's like, Tina lost the baby that also lost that baby. Mm-hmm. And that also like, Tina maybe did, Tina probably did check out because as someone who goes through that probably would. So for Bet, like Bet didn't know. And then Bet's not great with emotion or anything. So Bet didn't know how to comfort Tina or like how to communicate with Tina. So Bet like ran in an opposite direction to escape from reality. Yeah, I see, I actually agree with that. I actually wrote a note about that. I said, see, the thing is what Bet says to Tina about feeling like she had to absorb all of her pain actually makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's what she did to cope that was inexcusable. Exactly, 100%. But, there, but you can't, I can't defend Bet out of cheating. Like that's mm-hmm. right. silly. Right. You don't cheat on someone. 
Right. Well, and I think the truth is with both of them, instead of turning inward to comfort and support each other, they both really kind of turned outward. Like Tina put a lot of her energy into her work as a distraction. And then Bette was off doing God knows what. So... Well, I we know what, but you, I just think we there, also, was of, there was a lot of avoidance going on from both. We also of them, know yeah. that like Tina wasn't going to try to talk to Beth because I think she also felt like Beth was overwhelmed with work, so she didn't yes. want to like yeah. disrupt her. Yes. Yeah, which is just I think is so silly. Never mind. But anyway, well, and I think also probably there's that like for both of them kind of going off of what you said Francesca like there's that self-blame aspect too right because Bet blames herself for everything and for Tina it was her body right so there's that blame Mm -hmm. aspect too of like well my body fucked up I was the one who couldn't carry the baby so like that's a lack of communication because Tina's probably sitting there going like you bet probably hates me because yeah. mm-hmm. like my body fucked up and I yeah. lost the baby for us. So it's just further pushing them apart. And, you know, exactly like you said, Britt, it's just like, okay, well, obviously like bet must hate me. And like Tina is just gone. So we're both just going to turn outward and not do what we should do, which is like, turn to each other and support each other right you know i i also think that one of the prime opportunities that gen q could have is for them to actually have an open dialogue about not just the miscarriage but um losing the opportunity to adopt Mm -hmm. they could bring that full circle and we could actually just see them have like a vulnerable conversation about that i really feel like we I mean, there's a lot of things that were just like missed opportunities in the original series, but like that would be, I'd kiss Marge on the lips for that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I mean, yeah. I mean, there's just, there's so many major things that happened throughout the show where I feel like we just didn't get a lot of closure with. I yeah, know we really levels. didn't. You know, we just never saw like a raw vulnerable conversation with them about those two topics. Yeah. Well, I, I'm, I think that's a good point is like, I feel like we don't think, especially when we're talking about the divorce, I feel like we don't often address the fact that like, they effectively lost another child. Yeah, 100%. And then just moved away and didn't talk about it. Like, yeah. I think too, I think maybe one of the reasons why they don't bring it up is because they don't want the characters to seem like they're ungrateful for the child they do have maybe possible yeah that i don't know i'm making that up but that's i mean it's something it it is it's possible it is very possible because as we know these poor fucking writers are having to thread the needle (laughs) of they say anything and people get mad at them so like yeah i also my one thing with like gen with like gen q and the writing and stuff is like it's so easy to reference the old series. It's not like it's that many episodes. It's not like the information is hard to find. It's not like they're very clear cut storylines. Like if we can remember every detail about the regular show and then watch Gen Q and be like, that's wrong. That's a problem. It's not that hard to do that. Like yeah. is that information correct? Right. 
to get the parallels correct, which they do get parallels correct, whether they mean them or not. But like yes. small details. I understand there's no real timeline, but let's, let's try one. Let's try yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Like, this is, this is, Francesca, maybe you can, like, relate to this a little bit. I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm like, okay, on the one hand, it should not be one person's job. On the other hand, is that not literally what a script supervisor is for? Like, yeah, I don't, I don't have much, like, knowledge of that, but I feel like it's, like, it is their job, but it's not so much their job in the sense of like referencing like the old series it's the old one right. yeah that's it's making fair. sure that things stay um consistent in the actual episode. in the new one i just yeah. feel like if you're a revival show you should put a little effort into it it's not difficult yeah it's literally 70 episodes yeah. or whatever like it's not that difficult half the cast isn't even in the show you need to get three people's stories lines correct <laughs> like but then they do get it right when they like when Bet brings up like going on the silent retreat and like did things like that. Right. Like, those, you know, makes you happy. But anyway, yeah. what's the next scene, Britt? Um, well, we kind of just summarize what happened with Tim and um, what happened when she was uh, at work with James and her and Kit and Alice. You know um, what I think was an interesting little detail in the thing with her and Tim that I hadn't noticed before, and I have no idea if this was intentional or not, but I just thought it was kind of interesting was when they were talking about Marina and she says something to him, like, like she's telling him what happened to Marina. And she says something like, you know, like, um, you know, like, I don't blame you if you like, mm-hmm. don't care that that happened or whatever. If you don't feel and, sorry for her. Yeah. 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 And, you know, Tim's like, no, I wouldn't wish that on anyone. <laughs> and I was just kind of thinking like this time around, Oh, Beth's guilt is showing. Mm. yeah and I don't think I had like picked up on that before that it was like oh she's projecting Mm. onto Marina here yeah I think too what I noticed when like when Bet was talking to Alice and Bet never I feel like Bet never did this when Bet was talking to Alice about Tina she was in Tina voice yes and I I don't feel like Bet ever really did that except with Tina and like, so I felt like we knew like she was super upset about it because she was like talking about Tina in Tina voice. Mm. Yeah, that's a good point. I never caught that. When we see them, when we see the the, the confrontation, you know, Beth's waiting for Tina. Mm-hmm. And um, th- that very epic scene when she screams for her, I am brought back to when Showtime posted <laughs> Mm-hmm. on instagram reel let me read it verbatim tibet fans whenever we post about the l <laughs> i mean tina <laughs> i was gonna get stamped across my forehead <laughs> listen it's a sign we love her showtime love her so yeah embrace it <laughs> yes yes um all right I so, will say, oh, go ahead. Jennifer Beals, for all of the problems that I have with Bette Porter, Jennifer Beals knows how to act the shit out of a breakdown. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. When she burns her hand on the teapot. 
oh, and she looks good doing it. Let's talk mm-hmm. about the back. I feel like that's just been the collective mood since like <laughs> March of 2020. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it really has. Just one tiny thing. Just scream and cry. Yeah. And it is really like when her and Jenny are staring at each other from across the windows at the very end of the episode. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I the connection I never really made is that Jenny and Bet both spend so much time judging each other. Bet judging Jenny, Jenny judging mm-hmm. Bet. But the hilarious part is that they have committed so many of the same sins. Yep. yep. They are more mm-hmm. alike than they even realize. That's yep. why they don't like each other. Yeah. Yep. Like looking in the but, mirror. And then in episode two, that that's when Shane comes over and was like, all right, you two need to like, or was that in season four about the book? Never mind. I'm making this up in my head. I think it's in season four. Shane's like, can you two like be friends again? And yeah. that's like, were we ever friends? Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, so it's so, the, the, the choices that are made with them together in scenes is, is, is very, in my opinion, is very epic this season because mm-hmm. the fact that when Bet finds out that Tina is pregnant finally, it's Jenny and it's Jenny yeah. is the one that she talks to first. Like the, I mean, between the two of them, there's so much self-loathing it's, it's sick, but. And they spend a lot of time in season two together, like outside smoking and this stuff, they, like mm-hmm. confiding in each other. And I think we also forget, like they both have like a lot of childhood trauma too. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like they have those issues. Yeah. yeah. Well, and they're both really isolated this season and trying to like, yeah, reevaluate their lives because they've been totally upended by their own actions. Well, mm-hmm. you can just see in the way they look at each other at the end of the episode how they can relate so much to the pain that they're both in. Yeah. Like, they're looking at each other like, yeah. Like, I get it, bitch. We, we are both out here struggling. Yeah. And it's our own fault. Yeah. And we have yeah. no one else to blame but ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, they both made those choices. Yeah. Yeah. But I and think they, they both, they made those choices out of desperation almost. Like, oh, yeah. Bet, Bet made her choice out of desperation of numbing her pain. And Jenny made her choice out of desperation of finding herself. Yeah. yeah yeah they didn't come lightly yeah no it looked like it did the fandom came down a lot harder on that though than they did on jenny for cheating oh definitely oh, cheating. Cheating. Yeah. who cares about a man like because i'm not right. saying that i don't care about like about tim i always say tim writes and then i remember what he does to jenny in this episode i'm like damn it i can't say tim writes anymore i know that's the thing is i feel like tim was like such a good character and mm-hmm. then they ruined him and i'm like yeah it's and such I, a better story when you don't do that like yeah i i didn't feel like it was necessary i don't think tim had to get like his revenge i think he could have just left he didn't need to yeah. but i will say watching the episodes more like the more i find myself enjoying jenny because i feel like yeah. i could i could dissect her more where i wasn't really paying that much attention the first time around and now i could like sit and really analyze her actions and behavior and stuff yeah yeah absolutely well what we know is that we are in for a ride yes yep we got helena coming yeah people were really there was a lot of telling a love going on last a week ago on the timeline so 
there was. You know what? Maybe they really were something. If I could give Jibet that much love, maybe I could give Helena that much love. But I will say, well, and we'll get into this. I really hated Helena. I really, well, really did. Yeah, many people did. Like it was painfully how much I hated her. And now I appreciate her in season two more. That's fair. I mean, I feel like that's a like the first time you watch it, you don't know yeah what she's going to become so you're just like who is this bitch like yeah I remember reading the wikipedia page and I was like oh she's in it for the rest of the series and (laughs) then you end up loving her and you're like okay yeah she that's a character that serious growth serious character character growth done well Mm -hmm. very much Mm -hmm. so yeah uh yeah so that is it for season two episode one we'll see you next time I'm Brittany I'm Francesca. I'm Taylor. 